When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. That we're never sure if we're actually live, and I think we uh, are live now. All right, testing, welcome testing. everybody back. Welcome everybody back to another edition of Chairgate, and I'm your host Rattlesnake, coming at you live once again from Austin, Texas. Unfortunately, my co-host Dakota Drake is still for is still here. Uh, and who's our guest today, Dakota? Oh, this one's a good one. It's a heavy hitter right here. You know, we've had some good guests on, but uh, the iceberg has blessed us with his present. He's uh, got some awesome videos and content showing up on YouTube, so check him out. Let's get this episode started. Yeah, and he's a lot smarter than us. Let's get yeah, into it. The author himself. Hello, come right in. Rock, flag, and eagle. Hey. Here we are. We're live. Everything's working. I checked. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so welcome on. We have the iceberg, uh, most notably from the NASCAR Weekly podcast. He also makes his own content. Oh, look at that. There you go. I got, yep, I got it. In the oh, merch. Boom. Around here. <laughs> there you go. Y'all selling that merch? Uh, yeah, it's on my Teespring store. Oh, I okay. got like all three logos and everything and the old ones too. Oh, nice. Have to drop, get some links in here. Just check yeah. it out. Yeah, I gotta find out about um, that thing in a month. <laughs> yeah, we've we've now gotten like half of the uh, NASCAR Weekly podcast on here. Yeah, sweet. You, you sweet. and Eric. So yeah, we gotta complete the cycle, I guess. Uh, yeah, we're happy you're here. Um, you know, we don't want to pick favorites, but you're our favorite from that show. <laughs> don't tell so, the others. Yeah, don't tell the others. We're, it's not like we're live right now or anything. Yeah, we're uh, good. So, we're good. Yeah. So thanks for coming on. I, I figured. Pretty much this entire episode, we're going to be talking about Kansas because there's a lot to talk about with Kansas. Uh, Dakota, you sent me the itinerary. Do you want to start off Ooh. Uh, one of your Let's topics? Let's jump right off the block. Or do you want, you know, I guess, Iceberg, you got anything you want to plug? You want to talk about what you've been up to lately? Or do you want to jump right in the itinerary? Uh, we can jump into it. I can talk about myself later. <laughs> All right, yeah, we'll plug you at the end, baby boy. All right. 
If you, hey, Dalton in the comments, if you watch <laughs> Already, this you race, know he's going to be here. If you watch the race today, if you're a new fan, old fan, you probably remember, you know, a lot of backlash of the package we had at the fall Kansas race last year. You know, Joey Gano stays out with two tires or whatever. Kevin runs down, can't pass him. We got aero issues. But today, I feel like we saw a badass race start to finish. I mean, there were some lulls in there, but there was passing. There was guys. Larson started like P32, was won the first stage almost. Um, you know, the guys would go in front and back. We had comers and goers. I just feel like this race was so much better than what we saw last year at Kansas. Uh, I know the aero package is kind of shitty is what it is, but this race I feel is giving us a little better runs. What do you guys think? I agree. Uh, I was at the race last year at Kansas. Uh, I froze my ass off in the, in the stands on that one. And those last like 40 laps between Harvick and Logano, I believe it was, was absolutely just like, I wanted, I wanted to pull my hair out. Um, and, and I I think I even put it at one point on Twitter. I was like, man, this is like, this race is really good, especially compared to last year. Like last year's the anomaly. Um, but Kansas just is, is a track that's like Chicagoland. Uh, it's like, it's, they, I don't know what they paved it with, but it's aged so much better than tracks have been repaved in the last 10 years. Right. Texas. And it's, yeah, (laughs) Texas is a lost cause. Um, but I, I, really enjoyed it. I mean, there were parts of it I didn't like. It got strung out, but that's just normal for any race for the most part that's over a mile long, I, I think. But I, I liked it. I, I really liked it, and I was I was uh, really pleased with how much better it was than both of last year's races there. I agree. I, like, I yeah. think this race was like out of the park. Yeah, I agree. I've always been a fan of Kansas. I've always um, stand for Kansas, I guess you could say, just because (laughs) I like going to those races. But also, usually I think it produces pretty good racing because uh, it's a track that you can run high or low, kind of like Homestead. And I like I love Homestead. So I enjoy tracks like this where, you know, you can see Larson and Reddick shine, but also you can see guys like, you know, Harvick and Kyle Busch, who are notoriously good. Uh, come up front so it's just a fun it's a fun race to watch it's a fun track i'm glad that it was a good race this year uh and more importantly hey 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 you Dakota's know stupid glasses but you know i i thought there was throughout the race i was like dude look who, look who's coming up here we had chastain up there reddick drove straight up to second for a minute uh i mean i think busher ended up getting a good finish with his crazy you know pit road woes we'll get to uh, there was a lot of guys up there at the end that I was like, oh, shit, Matty D was looking strong in the Ford. Uh, I really like to see a lot of, like, you kind of just saw a lot of different names up there. And, and then, of course, Cream Rose to the top. You had guys battling for the lead. Larson dominated. Um, it was a good race, man. We had a lot of lead changes. Well, let me look at it real quick. I, I believe if I saw it right, I think the Benedetto got a top five today. I think he got, like, fourth. Yeah, P4. Uh, P4 for Matty D. Dang, that. Need that dude that. needs that dude needs a ride next year. Well, there's a little rumor I heard. I saw it floating around Twitter. I'm sure y'all saw some stuff. It was like, and then they kind of mentioned it on the broadcast, but it was like, you know, mm-hmm. Pinsky, what if Pinsky goes four cars, opens up a seat, just brings Matty D over, puts Cindric in the 21. Yeah, they said it in the in the broadcast. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm totally like, yeah, why don't you do that? Y'all doing this 33 one-off thing? Y'all clearly can make a fourth car. It would be interesting to see how well he performs in like top equipment like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't know how money works over there, but I think Roger Pinsky kind of owns half the country, so you probably could do it. <laughs> I think just to be a matter of sponsorship, honestly, like that's yeah. just that'd be the toughest part. 
Um, I know coming out of COVID, like stuff's getting better, but it's still not great per se. Yeah. Uh, I think that's just the only thing. Cause I, I, I like Matt DiBenedetto. Uh, and I think he gets, I, it's weird. He gets either too much hate or he's way overhyped. There's like, seems to be no middle ground with him at all. It's either people yeah. think he's a top five talent out there or people think he's absolute trash. And I, I think he's right in the middle. I think he's a, he's a serviceable or good driver. And if he just gets the right chance, I think he'll perform. But at the same time, I don't think he's going to set the world on fire. But I'd, I'd, I'd like to see what he can do. I just kind of think the 21 is almost a fourth Penske car at this point. So Yeah, true. He's gotten better. I mean, he's, he's yeah. improved. So I'll give him that. Yeah, kind of goes to what you're saying. Yeah, yeah at this point, it really is just... Built in the same shop. It's the fourth Penske car. And I, I totally agree with you. I don't think he's you know a future champion. But I think if you want a driver that can get you some quality finishes... I think he could be that guy. I, I see him similar to Ross Chastain, uh, where either people absolutely adore him and think he's like the next greatest driver for whatever reason, or people just write him off. Whereas I think he's actually a good quality driver, but is he ever going to be a championship driver? Probably not. Um, but yeah, if you're a team that, you know, you you need somebody that uh, can get you some decent finishes in a seat, which I don't think there is any team like that, but there you go. There, I, That's I think- your guy. I think it's just a feel-good story. Like, you know, you sort of drive the backmarker teams, driving, getting good little runs here and there on some of these short tracks. I think and he can finally, also bench press more than anybody. Oh, so if that's sure. a thing that you're looking uh, for. He works out. But yep. he, he finally gets a good ride, lands a good ride with 21, and has some good speed. But it's also like, you know, it's like, we, we want to see that W, man. Like, if he gets a W, it'd just be like, okay, if he quits racing, that's fine. I just You want to see this guy, he's made it this far. Like, come on, my AD, we need this. I think it's kind of like a Paul Menard, honestly, like a, like a more emotional Paul Menard. Yeah, is, is more outgoing kind of buffer Paul Menard. <laughs> yeah, he's got the like they they both had talent, like yeah. but at the same time, you know, if they get a win, it's it, that's gonna be like that's gonna be it probably. Like I see him getting like one or two wins as his peak, if he yeah, yeah. I agree. You know? I agree. I don't see him getting more than two wins in his career unless something crazy happens and he gets dropped in like some great equipment. But yeah, I don't. Well, he had, I, a, he had a super bad string of bad luck right there. And then like now he's plugged off these top tens and boom, right now he's in playoff contention. Like they were writing him off at the beginning of the season and wrecking at Martinsville and all this and that. But uh, it's crazy what a couple good runs will get you going. Yeah. And, and speaking of uh, good runs, I wore my Tyler Reddick shirt. Yeah, I was super um, impressed with the, the. In the past five weeks, he's had four top ten finishes. He's really been coming out of his kind of slump that he had there. Obviously, he got he uh, got second place early on the season, but he kind of had a slump for the past like two months. But yeah, this past these past four weeks, uh, five weeks, he's really been showing up and. It's a driver that I've always been hyping up because I thought he was extremely talented and ballsy enough to get a win. And, um, you know, the RCR equipment has looked better this year than it was last year. It's still not quite there, you know, but um, I'm happy. I mean, RCR has been putting together top 10 finishes. Both cars this weekend. I, I was yeah. looking here. Austin Dillon got up to 10. And they both and- finished top 10 last week. Yeah, it's consistently getting better and better. Like, I don't think, you know, the thing with RCR with me is that I think that they've always been this kind of team. They've just had really great drivers that have vaulted them up through time. You have Dale Earnhardt and Kevin Harvick consecutively. Right. Jeff Burton and Clint Boyer are thrown in there. Um, But honestly, I think that like Austin Dillon and, you know, Tyler Reddick, 
he he sold me at, at Homestead in 2019 uh, oh, yeah. when he won the XFINITY title. Like just watching mm -hmm. that from from the track, I was just I was like, I'm sold on this guy. This guy is a future right. star. But Austin Dillon just gets like completely thrown under the radar. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's 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 like a tenth to twelfth place driver every week with equipment that usually is like fifteenth to twentieth. Like, yeah, right. All those guys are great. And I, it was really fun watching uh, Reddick fly up there. I think at one point he wasn't he as high as like second at one point in the first. Yeah, game? they were like three three way battling. Yeah, him like, versus uh, Kyle yeah, Larson. Yeah, him Larson and Bush were like right there for the stage one. Yeah, that's oh, that's right. Kyle. Yeah. I mean, it also this track lends to Reddick because he likes to run high, just like Kyle Larson. Yeah. So mm -hmm. Miami, where he got second, and then now here, um, he likes to run against the wall uh, because he's ballsy enough to do it. But yeah, I mean, I think the Austin Dillon thing also comes down to a lot of people hated Austin Dillon. And I think the hate's kind of worn off because people are like, okay, he's been there long enough. He's been fairly consistent. Like, I don't really care to hate him anymore. But People used to really hate Austin Dillon. Oh, yeah. yeah, he got he had a real bad rap when he came in. Well, that's one thing on the Reddick is he kind of reminds me of a Larson, and it's like the boy can drive. He's clearly a great right. driver, but it's like, you know, is this as good as he's going to be in the eight RCR ride, or is if like a Larson, if he got in better equipment, could he light the world on fire? Uh, oh, I mean, I hundred percent. Yeah, yeah I like, agree one hundred percent. Yes, is he exactly. a Reddick? Is he a RCR rider die, or you know, could he fill some other rides down the road? Who knows? So. I mean, for me personally, I'm an RCR fan. I don't want to see him go, but I also am aware of his talent. And I think if he did go to, you know, Hendrick or something like that, or I don't foresee that happening, but another Chevy team, for instance, uh, with better equipment, which they are the only other Chevy team with better equipment. Um, yeah, I think he would dominate. I mean, well, they're they're I, affiliated, uh, RCR and Hendrick. I believe they have an affiliate with uh, when it comes to their engine program. So, yeah. like, I, I think I think with RCR, it's just giving pretty time. Sure you. Like I feel like they're where Hendrick was in 2019. They just need another year or two to get. Well, they've more. really been one one of, if not the main team, um, preparing for this next gen car. Yeah, they've yeah. been the one out there doing everything for it. So I think that could help also. Uh, that's why going into this year, I really wasn't expecting anything because I was like, I know that they're throwing everything at the next gen. I assume RCR is just kind of written this year off, uh, and they're just preparing. So. I mean, I mean, I'm as an RCR fan, uh, I'm I'm surprised and fairly impressed. Uh, obviously, they haven't got a win yet, but you know, Austin Dillon's in the playoffs and points. Uh, he could point his way in at this point, um, pun intended. And who knows, Reddick might get a win. I mean, we'll yeah. see. I don't know. Darlington is like I, I believe is one of Austin Dillon's most consistent tracks. Like he's he's had more top tens there. Like. I think yeah, he like almost won it last track. year in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. He was, I mean, hunting, he was hunting down Harvick. Give him a lap more. He, I think he would have yeah. won that race. So he could win this this weekend. And I think that put a huge point crush on, you know, guys who haven't won yet, especially even Harvick, right. depending on how many more people win. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Uh, what was it? Darlington won last year when Reddick was, like, lighting it up, running the high line. He drove from, like, 30th up to 4th in, like, the first stage. I don't think he had a good second race there, but uh, – uh, Reddick fits in good right here at Darlington, just like Austin Dillon does. Which, by the way, can I mention just how awesome this schedule has been? Just the fact that y'all just yeah. reminded me that we're going to Darlington now. I'm like, I'm pumped. Dude, this schedule here, has been awesome. Now it's here, I'm like, 
maybe I should have got Darlington tickets. I know, right? <laughs> like, like, uh, kinda, man, it'd been real cool to go. I love all these tracks, like back to back to back. I've I've been enjoying this season so much, so much more than I expected. Yeah. Well, not, and I'm, what I'm excited for too is it's like it's Darlington with the 750 package, and then I think after that is Dover. Dover, which is also with the 750 package, and then Coda, which yeah. I am. I've been hyping up Coda since 2018, so like I, See, I I'm the just... opposite. I I don't think Coda's going to be good, but I'm open to it being good. Obviously, I live yeah, here, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to be I'm there. In, but... I'm interested Thanks. in seeing it. I want to see. I want to see how it's going to go. Right. I'm open I, to it. Yeah. I can't wait. I, I'm. I already. I got my tickets like as soon as it opened up. Like I was like, You're I'm coming? ready. Yep. I'm. I'm be You're the Coda. first guest we've had on. I've been trying to push everybody to come to Austin. You're the first guest. If you need a place to stay, this is a guest bedroom. You can stay here. I've offered it to every guest. I'm, I'm sharing a hotel room with a few other people. Okay. There's oh, a few sick. people who haven't said if they're going yet, like so I don't want to spoil it for Hey, them. well, you got, you got a guide right here. Show you off. There, there, there might be a pretty big uh, party of people coming. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, when Eric was on, he mentioned that like y'all might be going, so I wasn't sure. Um, I for so. sure am going. Okay, I don't know what I, I anyone believe, else has said. So I believe I Eric's like going, but I think he's going with his dad, he mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm going to try to meet up with so Eric. That. Yeah, so we'll have to do some kind of meetup while we're there. I'm going to be there all weekend. Um, so, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to meet up. We'll have to do something for sure. Uh, I'm excited just because NASCAR is finally coming to Austin, Texas. I mean, I yeah. can't believe that's happening. I never thought that, that would happen, but it'll be fun. I can't wait. I, I like staying only like 10 minutes from the track. So I'm like, man, I could just do my morning run and just go right to the track right after. <laughs> my hell morning yeah. run is to the track. <laughs> Where the hell are you staying that's 10 minutes from the track? I got some deal with Expedia on like a hotel that like that was nearby. And I'm like, I'll take it. A hotel um, nearby the track? Because the track's out in the middle of nowhere. I don't know if you've ever been. No, I, um, I haven't. I just I looked at the map and it was like a 10 minute drive away. Like, okay. Because so, I live in like downtown and it's like a 40 minute drive for me, uh, which is like the dumbest thing, by the way. The track is about to go bankrupt. I think they're about to file for bankruptcy. They might mm-hmm. lose the F1 race. The whole reason they built this like, Sounds like $2 billion dollar track. Um, <laughs> it's because they built it like an hour outside the city in the middle of these farms. Um, so is I just it, feel bad for everybody near, coming to Austin. Isn't there an airport nearby it too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, okay, up yeah. by. It's not far from the airport. Yeah, yeah the, the airport is or the hotel is like between the airport and the track. Like, okay, then you are pretty close Austin. to it. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. But it's pretty far outside the city, so people come into Austin, kind of like how I want to go to Nashville because it's Nashville, you know. Like, so you get to go to the race, but also you get to have fun in Nashville. I just feel bad for these people <laughs> that come to Austin and they're like, "Oh, yeah, let's have fun in the city." I'm like, "All right, well." get a 40 minute uber drive you know like have fun with that are you going to nashville too well i'm trying to we're trying to set it up dakota's going to be there 100 percent. yeah i already got my tickets nashville oh boy i'm gonna be like half the races this summer oh heck yeah man we got a lot coming up i think i'm going to race every month at least one race every month yeah there's like a span of time over the summer i think like five straight weeks where i'm gonna be in a different city every weekend i freaking love it hell yeah Yeah. that's That's all that's the dream dude it's, it's yeah, perfect. Nathan. Nathan, you've clearly been over there. You you know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the dream, man. Just getting to go. Uh, me and Dakota have been going to quite a bit. I mean, we went to Atlanta and then Dega. That Dega. was what like a month apart. 
Yeah. Maybe uh, it was pretty. It was pretty quick turnaround. Yeah. yeah. And then we got, or I'm going to be at Charlotte next or the end of this month, and then I'll be in right. Nashville, and then I got Atlanta in July. So like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm probably going to make Atlanta in July. Like yeah. once I said they're doing full capacity, I'm like, yeah, I dude, support that. Bring it on. If you need any help, ride, stay or whatever, man. I, I live like 15 minutes from the track. Yeah, he really does. He lives right down the road from the track. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'll see. meet up and do something. Definitely. I, I, I've, I've just been like, I have this huge Google doc, like three pages of like all the different races for every series, IndyCar races, SRX Damn, races. Dude. I'm just, I, I'm, I'm like, Everything's opening up. I'm taking full advantage of it. Let's let's go. That's this well. If y'all take. if y'all need a tour guide for Austin, let me know. Um, I, I'll show you around, take you out. Like I said, I live right down here, so um, yeah. If you're looking to have a good time, yeah. I think Darian said he's going, so I can I can say that too. Darian's going to to the Coda race. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah we can all meet up. Um, if y'all want to go out and do anything. Yeah, I just have to see like what we have planned and what other stuff might pop up. And once I get closer, I'll know. Yeah, y'all are more. famous. Y'all are like sponsored by NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, super. Oh, they're gonna be NASCAR. like, I'm like trying to take them out to stuff, and NASCAR is like over here taking them up to suites. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. I'm just a dude with a mic. That's my big thing. I don't know, man. I saw Darian at the National Super Speedway creating content for them. There, there's something really cool coming with that in June. Uh, That'll be cool. That's all yeah. I'll say. Heck yeah, um, and you're gonna be at that race, right? Oh yeah, I'm on. I'm actually gonna be there um, from I think Tuesday or Wednesday through the next Monday. Like I'm just gonna be there a whole week. Oh heck yeah, hell yeah, yeah. It's I'm a good place with, to be for a week. Uh, I I I'm looking at like eventually moving down to Nashville, so hell I'm just yeah. like I might oh, as well shit. start scouting. I mean, right I, place I, to move. Yeah, I've I've been there like seven or eight times in the last year just because danny b lives down there right uh, just a little north of nashville selling and, does he still sell the toyotas or is he is he too no, big for that now he, he has another gig now <laughs> okay he has another one you got too um, big but i'll tell you what like have you guys ever been to the fairgrounds hey if you've had a bladder leak today listen up i get it i tried pills and pads for years but couldn't find relief until i found axonics therapy it's a tiny device that put me back in control of my bladder why not see if it could work for you visit findrealrelief.com that's findrealrelief.com consult a bladder specialist to find out if axonics is right for you results and experiences may vary for more information about safety and potential risks go to findrealrelief.com it's winter time. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. No, I've never been in the fairgrounds. I've just nope. like gone out in Nashville. Danny took, uh, Danny and his wife took Darian and I out there last year after the All Star race, yeah. and neither of us have been able to shut the hell up about the fairgrounds ever since. Like we were there and we're like, okay, that needs a change for Cup. That needs to. I think this can stay the same. Like we were <laughs> absolutely sold. It's, it, it, it's like a homey short track, but also you're like, this is perfect for Cup. I mean, yeah. it's hell yeah. It's Make like a blueprints be like NASCAR. Here you go. We, we made this. It, it, it's <laughs> like, I think six tenths of a mile. The banking is halfway between Martinsville and Bristol. Uh, and 
it's just absolute. It's an absolutely great facility. The only is bad it, part is the people around it. Yeah, is it going to be able to happen though? I think it will. Honestly, I mean, I feel like the rumor just keeps like snowballing and keeps getting bigger and bigger. Like the more well, I see, the more it seems, sounds like it could happen. I hear different things though. You know, so, like I. <laughs> I there's this um there was this meeting for it with the fair board and i listened through this entire two-hour thing and it i'll tell you as a racing fan it you will absolutely be like pissed off by the end of it no <laughs> doubt whatsoever they have a bunch of people where they're like in. it's gonna be loud yes i mean they, they, and it's like a bunch of people that are like I don't want a bunch of NASCARs making it loud. And that immediately set my piss meter. Oh, on. yeah, <laughs> dude. Ugh. You're just like, shut up. When they call it a NASCAR. <laughs> yeah. And then, and, and, then, and then they're like, well, we don't even know how the soccer stadium is. So we need to wait for that. And it's like, well, that might not be ready till 2025. Like, the city wants yeah. this now. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I think the, the May 11th is when they're having the meeting to push the plans forward. And if, yeah. if stuff goes well with that, they can actually have a blueprint and – like get stuff together for it i have no idea what we were talking about before but we just like went off on this yeah, that's kind of how we roll man we just go yeah, down that's how we roll. rabbit, rabbit like hole to rabbit hole yep. and just keep it flowing. are you my concern though is are you not worried that because they have another race in nashville now they're just like all right whatever we got the race in nashville that's good enough we just wanted to get to nashville that's the whole point i, I feel see, like that's I a know how the door like that super speedway is almost just like hey we're here yeah that's but i just like. i know nascar has just wanted to be in nashville right which makes perfect yeah. sense I, it's a great city to be in it's in their like domain for fan base makes perfect sense i could just see nascar being like the fairground seems like too much trouble we're already in nashville let's just do this i, I think it's going to be the opposite way just from uh, like just people i've talked to and mm -hmm. the way the fan response has been it almost feels like people are just dismissing the super speedway like of all the new tracks added like road america coda the day yeah, that's road true course, they're like national super speedway is the one that everyone's like eh, whatever and yep. they're the ones who i think we're putting in the most work like yeah the stuff eric moses is doing and the stuff that that whole crew at the super speedway is doing to get this show ready it's like they're they're busting their asses out there. Like, I I won't say that is a good point. I, I, I don't hear much about the super speedway. You're right. Like I hear so much more about every other track. Obviously, Dirt Bristol was like the biggest yeah. one, but even compared to Coda, you know. <laughs> I, you got I, the dirt? I, I'll admit I bought I bought a jar of dirt. <laughs> I got it. Nice, dude. Oh yeah. Of charity. I had to do it. Sure. Tell yourself nice. that's the reason you bought dirt. Yeah, they like went out. They went out like next to a little dirt path, next track, and we're just like, right. And they're like, here, here. sell that for thirty dollars. <laughs> it was a good just cause, at least. Just playing. All right, y'all want to transition straight into our second topic: the pit road call with the uncontrolled tire today in the race. Mm -hmm. I don't. I mean, I've seen people on both sides of the fence. I'll start off with my argument: is if. Every time I've ever seen this uncontrolled tire come out of pit road, you're like, they zoom in on it, boom, cautions like the next lap or two. You're like, oh, yeah, that's that's going to be a caution right there. I was telling my wife, I watched the race, I said, well, there's our caution. And then they're like, oh, Chris Buescher's still leading. Chris Buescher's still leading. And then it was like, okay, I guess we're not doing the yellow. And then they talked about how far away it was from track. It's fine. And then they started saying, oh, wait, we're going to let pit cycles cycle out. And they let, they let Chris Buescher pit. Kyle Larson takes the lead and then throw it yellow, yellow. And it's like, dude, that y'all just totally manipulated the whole race. Hmm. That, that, that was my whole thought on it. Yeah, <laughs> I was, um, I went, I went off a bit on Twitter on that one. And, uh, 
my take on it was if it wasn't met, like if it wasn't uh, set up for a caution at that moment, if it wasn't that dangerous in that moment, what made it more dangerous 20 laps later? Right. And I, 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 I did a little math with it, and, um, and I'm like, okay, all 40 cars were still on the track at that point. That tire was passed over those 20 laps at least 800 times. And then they decided on the eight hundred first. Of course, that it's the most that it's that it's the most dangerous. Then when it still hasn't moved, yes, that was my thing, dude. If you're not gonna throw it right when the tires stop, don't throw it at all. Well, and it was the right call. Like it's it's dangerous if a car does go through there and hit somebody. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be unsafe. But it's like, man, like you manipulated it. Exactly. You can't say it's well. It's uh, it's not unsafe. It's okay right now. But oh wait, no wait, it's unsafe. It's like. Dude, no, it's, it's unsafe like, from the get-go. It's like if, like, in an NFL game, if a camera fell from the rafters onto the field, and they went, we'll just wait to the end of this drive to see, and then we'll, and then we'll like, stop the game and go from there. Yeah, like, exactly, come, dude. No, better yet, not even on the field, on the sideline. Like, yeah. somebody threw yeah. a bottle, and it was on the sideline, and they zoom in on it, and they go, uh, yeah, we can still play the game. And then yeah. the second that something starts to happen, they go, "Oh, never mind, never mind. Stop, stop what you're doing." Yeah, I just the Patriots aren't winning. We need to call. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like the late caution. It almost seemed like they wanted, like, "Hey, well, we want to restart with 30 to go, not 50 to go." Mm-hmm. Is almost what the vibe I got. They're like, "Oh well, we don't want Busher or you know Stenhouse to be up front. Let's let this cycle out." And then, uh, uh yeah, we're gonna throw it now. It, it irritated me, dude. And it's like they they went. I mean, it, it technically is consistent. They've all they've always at least in the last couple of years that have started to do that more. It's just more extraordinary in this instance because Busher stayed out an extra twenty laps. I'm like, it, 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 I get if it's like two laps later, everything cycled through. I get that, you know, yeah. that's fine. But it's like when you like you're gonna tell me when there are no cars on pit road, you know, everyone can make it to the end, like except this one guy is doing something, out, you know. He's waiting for a caution to hopefully have some luck. And they're literally saying, go fuck yourself. When you pit, we're going to throw the yellow. I mean, I I think think even Roush tweeted that. Like, they're like, oh, "Oh, damn, weird yellow or something like that. I remember it happened in Atlanta one year. Like, remember that tire rolled out and the guy ran out and got it and came back and they grilled his ass alive? (laughs) That was pretty stupid. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that was super dangerous. (laughs) But, like, they threw the caution immediately. I mean, I think it's the, the only way to look at it from nascar's point of view is it was either malicious or ignorant right either it's it was like malicious and they did this to kind of manipulate the race or they're just ignorant and they were just like well shit when are we gonna throw this do or should we throw it like we need to get the tire so it's one or the other and both are kind of scary um yeah. but those are the only two options i can think of i'll be honest uh this might not be a popular thing with with broadcasters i think it was a fox decision personally Ooh, yeah, it, it, dude, like, I, I i think that yeah. a, lot, a lot of these decisions uh when it comes to late race calls a lot of it comes down to what the broadcasters want i mean it, it made yeah. for a better broadcast for fox at the end of the race well if, if someone we don't... if someone turned on with 30 to go for instance and they just saw from a, the from a restart on they're hooked that was awesome but yeah. if like you're a, a legit racing fan who's watching it and you're, you, you see that happen. You're like, that looks kind of fishy, but there, but at the same time, we're going to still keep watching, you know? Yeah, it, I mean, so it, it, it helps them. And it might not be like, you know, the, the, the CEO due to Fox being like, Hey, 
don't throw it till now. But it just might be someone being like, "Oh, it would be pretty good if you know we got another restart with thirty to go." Well, do you think? Do you think broadcasters <laughs> have that kind of pull where they can tell NASCAR throw a flag? Oh yeah, I, I definitely do. I, I think that people uh, underestimate the amount of pull that the broadcasters have. I mean, they're putting billions of dollars into the sport. They need a return on investment. I think it's the same reason they put, you know, for instance, on a more extreme note, it's the same reason they put Jeff Gordon in the chase in 2013. He did not deserve to be there. Technically, Dude, that Michael the piss out of me. That well, te- me technically, Michael Walter Bracing broke no rules. Right. It was right. an excuse. It was just an excuse. Dude, when they right. added, like, we're adding a 13th, I was like, dude, fuck, fuck all this. Like, why are we yeah. doing this? Well, this I, goes back to my point that I bring up every single episode that we need a streaming option just for race fans where you yeah. pay an annual subscription or monthly, whatever they want to do, and we just get nonstop racing content. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Or do it what? F1 style, where NASCAR pays a certain amount of fees and there's no commercials during the broadcast. Mm, yeah, I like that idea a ton. I just think everything's moving to streaming. Like, why not? Let's just and and you know we could still keep it on Fox or you know whatever whoever still wants to have that as an option, but also have the streaming option where you have no commercial breaks, like just straight racing. I mean, hell, you can put in New Zealand. Oh, really? Yeah, we had a few commenters uh, for the podcast in one of my videos this week that was saying, yeah, in New Zealand, it's just you just get pure racing sound for the commercial breaks, uh, which, which is just basically what NASCAR puts on YouTube uh, because a lot of the advertisers aren't the same over there, so it's different. I don't know how tr- you know, true all of it is, but it was coming from the same amount of people that were from there over and over again, so there has to be some validity to that, but... I, there's got to be something different because, like, NASCAR's broadcast style is archaic. It's stuck in the 2010s, yeah, like the early exactly. 2010s. That's, and that's kind of my point about the streaming thing. It's like, let's just catch up to what everybody else is doing right now. And, you know, the NASCAR fan base is dying, right? That's fine. I think more so it's just, like, it's condensing into the hardcore fans uh and then in which case why not just offer us a streaming service if it's just if it's dying like you say there are still hardcore fans like us Mm -hmm. um that they need to focus on and i think offering a streaming service would help that i think as we've we've leveled off with like the fall like from 2018 to now it's basically flat or a little bit up so uh, yeah that's the the next step that's the problem 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't I don't think it's actually dying. I think all you have to do is yeah. just focus on the product on the track and just kind of keep your head down and just yeah. try let to things, deliver good racing let things and fall people will fall. come. Right. People yeah. will come, just focus on good racing and this season's been great and mm-hmm. people will eventually hear about it and they will come. Dude, I've noticed yeah. more and more people like Hey man, like I was watching that race the other day. That that wreck was crazy. Yep. That I've had a lot of my friends reaching yeah. out to me about that. And I'm that. like, I'm like, yeah, you watch NASCAR, huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, come on. Well, Talladega, I think it had the highest viewership in like three years. Yeah. It was really? Like, yeah, I was like, I think see it. Four, four million or something. Four point seven, four point eight, like in that range. Um, yeah. So I mean, it, there, there's stuff to build off of. I mean, even people because I, I follow a lot of the TV rating stuff just because I find it fascinating. And a lot of the people I followed on Twitter were all just like, wow, this is pleasantly uh, surprising. It's actually up, you know, a ton yeah. this week. Um, so, I mean, the I, attendance alone, I, I was there with Dakota and they were saying it was supposed to only be 30%. Really? And I was looking around and I was that like, was this packed. is like 50 to 60%. It I felt mean, like a normal race almost. I mean, there was different separated rows and stuff, but like there was way more than what I thought was going to be there. Right. It was it was yeah. pretty packed. It was I packed, was, dude. We were talking about, oh, it's only 30%. We'll have plenty of room to sit wherever we want. Uh, we were sitting in random seats like we always do, but I was starting to get like sketched out. I was like, people are going to start asking for these seats because it was getting that like packed in. Yep. And and that, that's how it followed Daytona, too. Like our group sat on like the second to top row at Daytona just because it was the mm-hmm. cheapest thing we could get. Um, that's but the it best was like, place. The, you get to see the whole trip. Well, it was freaking freezing after it rained. <laughs> it was, okay, it was yeah, a lot warmer true. in the lower levels. But <laughs> we looked around um, when everyone was holding up three fingers. And, I mean, it, it looked really full. Like, yeah, I, they, said was 30, they said it was 30%. I'm like, maybe it was like 30% of the tickets they didn't sell. But it was like there was, <laughs> there was more than 30% there. That's exactly how Talladega was. And I was looking mm-hmm. online, especially on Twitter, trying to find – a rough estimate of attendance and everybody was just like, well, they were only allowed to do 30%. So it must've been 30%. And I was like, yeah. I was there. It was not 30%. Yeah. I, promise. I, I, I saw a video it. on YouTube. There's one, uh, this dude films Logano's flip from the stands and he's sitting right in the middle of the trioval. And he's mm-hmm. like watching from what uh, it shows the two laps before too. So he's watching from one side, from the turn four side through the trioval to turn one. And so you see both sides of the grandstands. It looked full. I mean, yeah, it, that's it what I'm saying. So full. It was I, awesome, it was, dude. I think it was more full than when I went in like 2018. I'm going to be honest. Like I went to the a regular race in 2000 and I think it was 18. And it, I swear this was more full than that. So yeah. well, one thing like when they open it up, it's going to be wild. How electric oh, the yeah. race got too, like right there at the end with all the crazy moves. Like everybody standing up, you get, everybody's when, on their feet. When they're on the back stretch, you hear yep. the whole crowd roaring and cheering, mm-hmm. and like it was like, dude, this place is electric, man. Like right. it, it made the whole experience. Yeah, it, like, it wasn't just fans. Just races. it wasn't just yeah, t-shirt fans there. It was like hardcore NASCAR fans. Everybody's on their feet. I mean, it was. Dude, that's what I'm saying. I think the fall race is going to be freaking lit. The energy was wild. Well, just imagine well, when Talladega says we're doing full capacity. Right. I, I well, imagine it's going to be close to selling out. Alabama has said when it comes to, and I mean, the, like these are like the, the state officials were like, when it comes to Crimson Tide football and sporting events in, in Alabama during football season, we're fully open. That's the thing. It's Alabama. Yeah. I'm surprised they mm-hmm. weren't fully open. I think that was NASCAR's decision 
to keep yeah. it back. Because I was like, we're going to Alabama. Everywhere we went, nobody's wearing <laughs> masks. There's no, like, nothing. I was like, mm-hmm. why is this not fully open? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. Um, I, I have a theory that the reason we haven't heard about Nashville, because we've heard about everything else around there. We've heard about the weeks before. We've heard about Pocono afterwards being 50%. And, it, like, like, listen, if, if Pocono, with how strict they are, is at 50%, yeah, like, yeah. Tennessee's pretty much open. Like right, even yeah. even Nashville, which is like the most restrictive place in the state, is like, yeah, we're 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 getting rid of this June first or July first or something. I think it's June. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Nashville is the first one that's one hundred percent capacity. Honestly, if they I just open it up man. to. Do you I, think? I, do you think though NASCAR is hesitant because they haven't raced there yet that they're gonna keep it like at some kind of percentage, just almost as an excuse if it doesn't sell out? I think there's hesitancy overall. Uh, but I mean, from from what I've dug in and, and learned about, it sounds like NASCAR is like as soon as we get the go ahead from track state and and everyone who we have to go through, we're going back to normal. OK, but, well, that's good. I mean, yeah, I mean, so th- I would I would say that's that's their their big goal there. So I don't think that there's really going to hold back unless there is somebody who just will not budge. Like that's the only way I think they're holding back. Um, they decided think, the Talladega stuff earlier, so I think that's why they weren't open. But I think, I think that's real. the right move. I think NASCAR fans are itching to get back to a race, and I think that's yeah. why the atmosphere at Talladega was so electric because uh, these fans are just like, finally, I'm back at a mm-hmm. race, and they're all excited, and it was a good race. So, yeah, I think it's a good move. I think NASCAR fans all around are just excited to get to a race again. I, I feel like some of the more open racetracks are probably like, who's, who's going to be first to let full capacity? Who's going to do it? Atlanta, Atlanta was like, yep. fuck you. <laughs> like, yep. the button, like, we're doing it. It's like so the I, office where they're all holding the yeah, finger guns to each other. Yeah. Who's going to do it? Who's yeah, doing it? <laughs> I feel like they did. There was one of those situations. And I've like, I'm assuming we're probably going to see more and more tracks like yeah. follow suit or Probably even more, or it depends on states and, and NASCAR. I thought Darlington saying, but, was going to be it. Well, they're doing the, you know, media and uh, sponsors right. are allowed. So, I thought like, Darlington, just the state of South Carolina, I don't think yeah, <laughs> ever had just, lockdown policy, uh, so I'm surprised. It's just one thing after another. I think we'll get back to normal mm-hmm. and we'll laugh about this in the future from now. I think by the playoffs, I think the 10 playoff yeah. races will be normal. Um, the one that I'm... Marker. The one I'm really interested in because of where it is in August is Indianapolis because I know they're not going to sell out, but I guarantee you we're going to have more people than the last time that there were there was fans there. Even if yeah. even if fifty percent capacity, I I honestly think that we could at least hit you know three well, quarters of that. Didn't the Indy Five Hundred? How many did they say they were going to have for the Indy Five Hundred? Uh, I think fifty percent. Yeah. So I mean. If they're going to show that, I don't get why the NASCAR race couldn't at least well, do something like that. And it's NASCAR IndyCar doubleheader too. And I know yeah. that like Indianapolis isn't the the you know greatest amongst NASCAR fans, even with the road course added in. But I, I think that just because of how much we're all itching to get back to it, right? I, I do think there's going to be a ton of people there. And, and I think I, and I think because they've dropped Chicagoland, uh, that that region has you know more limited options for races so i could see people that normally would go to chicago being like well let's just go to indy this year instead uh yeah i could see that because there's not many i mean what else is the next closest race to there kansas uh, road america you know. road america yep. yeah road america's uh two hours north of me and then chicagoland was about 90 minutes south of me mm-hmm. so like when it comes to chicago like when it comes to chicagoland fans i think that the ones that are more north will go to Road America, whereas the ones 
that were in Indiana will just go to Indianapolis, especially since it's a road course. Like that's going to be so much more, I think, entertaining than the oval. Uh, See, man, I'm an OG fan, and I, like I love the Brickyard 400. I know it, we gave us some good races, some bad races, but it's more just like the Brickyard, man. I was like, this is a crown jewel race, and then. When they turned it road course, I was like, what the hell are we doing? But, you know, I, I got to just eat my words. I'm, I'm, these road courses are some producing some crazy races. So. Well, that's that's where I'm at, too. I don't like the idea of adding all these road courses. But so far, NASCAR this year has not, you know, disappointed, honestly. Yeah. Uh, we can take ton of 500. Would, would we say that was the worst race? Oh, 100%. Um, but even even that, I'm like, it wasn't the worst race I've ever seen. You know, so that's... Right, exactly. So if that's the worst race we're dealing with this year, I'm I'm okay. Like, so I'm I've become so much more optimistic about what NASCAR has done with the schedule this year because I'm like I'm just gonna wait until they disappoint me. I think is where I'm at. So that, that's kind of where I am too. Um, I see that's why I, I'm giving them more leeway than I would have back when Brian France was running things. Yep. Same. Like, if Brian France is running things and they had announced the Chicago street course idea, I would have been like, this is, <laughs> this is so stupid. This is awful. Like, no, 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 you're going to screw it up. But now I'm like, I'll give it a chance. I want to say, I like, I'm, I'm going to go because I, I'm so close at this point. <laughs> well, it's so close, right? Happens. Of course. Why not? Um, yeah. Even if it doesn't, uh, even if I've moved by then and I'm not that you know close, I'm still going to go just because it's such a major event. But it's like, I actually trust a bit where the leadership is going, at least with the scheduling side of things and the car side right. of things. And it's such yeah. a foreign feeling to me because Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun. So winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Ever yeah. since I jumped yes. in, yes. leadership has made stupid decisions over and over. And don't get me wrong, this this current, I guess we can call them administration, has made some doozies. Oh, no, they're not perfect by any means. Yeah, but I totally agree. At least in scheduling-wise, it I have a little bit more faith in what they're doing. I still am not on board with the Chicago street course thing. That's the one where I'm like, okay, that's where I draw the line. I think that uh, sounds stupid. But once again... I mean, I have to wait until they disappoint me. Really? Well, you know? It's almost like the dirt race. I was like, what are we doing? Are we serious? We're going to do this. And as it got here, made me a believer. I was all about it afterwards. And it's like, I feel like the street course, I'm like, dude, what in the hell? Is Tony Stark in this event? Uh, <laughs> that's a good one, Nathan. Uh, you know, I was like, what's going on? Street races. But then I feel like as soon as it, you know, we start seeing some pictures or some layouts, I'm going to be like, okay, you got my attention. That's the thing. If it actually produces good racing, I'll bite my words and be like, all right. I mean, just like the Bristol dirt thing, I really enjoyed that race. And I was like, all right, fine. I'll shut up. 
I'd yeah. be fine with Bristol Dirt sticking around, honestly, just because we're getting a short track added on with Auto Club, which I, I think that's going to be really good. Yeah, uh, I'm ready for that one. Yep. There is no way you can tell me the fact that they're basically going to build a city around this track. There's no way you can tell me they won't add a second date and try and make it the finale at some point. And mm-hmm. then they're working towards, and again, I, I will I will eat my words here if they get this one back on the schedule. They're working on North Wilkesboro. Um, I mean, the city itself has been putting up flyers and has, has been really pushing hard on NASCAR to do it. I don't see it, though. I still don't see it. I don't it. either. I don't either. But That's I, too I much of a stretch. There's so much life to it right now compared to before. Yeah, like, 100%. It, it feels realistic. Uh, I will eat my words because I got into a spat with uh, Save the Speedway on Twitter. Um, oh no <laughs> i and, follow that account yeah they're i like it yeah i mean I enjoy anything it. about north wilkesboro that account pops up i, I half the time i think <laughs> not, but I, I will eat my words of, of saying like how wrong i thought he was if if it does come back or if it's you know made into a dirt track like people are saying it could like i'll eat my words on that uh and and then there i mean just the fact that they can make a short track really anywhere else too like if, if kentucky for yeah. instance if they want to get that market back in there's Tear it down, and make it a half mile boring. Iowa, um, that one's yeah. like almost closed. I, I, that's a damn yeah, shame. Man, I feel too, bad. I love the racing. Yeah, Iowa produced great races, great tracks. I was like, really, like, man, Cup should go here. I, and then now they should just getting sent off to the Wolves. I yeah, I, I don't, especially when they closed up Chicago. I was like, yeah, okay, that opens yeah, up the see. Iowa market. Like, let's move, you know, another Midwest race. Uh, it is put it in close. Iowa. It is close to Kansas. I, I've, I've been to two Kansas races, and you drive from where I come from. You drive straight past the Iowa Speedway, and like right after you turn, you're only maybe two hours from the Kansas Speedway. Really? I thought it yeah. would be like five hours or something. Uh, is it that close? It's like, depending on how, you, how much you drive, I think it's like two to three. Like it's actually relatively it's, close. Was it right outside Des Moines? Yes, and then it's like also thirty minutes away from the Knoxville uh, race that they're doing for the trucks. The too, truck race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will be at that one for sure. I'm, Damn, I'm sure I'm, I'm hitting up everything, man. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm sitting here like, man, <laughs> I'm yeah. kind of going to a bunch of races, and you're like, <laughs> but he's here's my yeah. list. I, last year I had planned on going to between fourteen to twenty, and this year it's looking around like fourteen. Knoxville, though, that's a good one to go to. That's definitely one that I would like to check off. Yeah, they just—they're not selling the tickets yet. Like I keep going on the mm-hmm. website every week, and they're like, tickets not available yet, and I'm like. We're, we're we're a month and a half away. Like we need yeah, holy shit. two or two, I yeah. think. Well, yeah, I'm like we're two months away. Like we need these ready, and, and even for yeah. the SRX too. Like with with some of their tracks, they're like I just was able to get my Nashville ones for SRX, which by the way are freaking cheap as hell. Really? Like the the, the most expensive ones you can get are forty bucks. Ooh, I didn't even honestly didn't even look, I didn't even okay. look at their schedule or where they were going. Uh, Stafford, Eldora, Knoxville, Fairgrounds, and there's two others I'm forgetting. See, what I hate is all these racing series. Every single one does this, whether it's local dirt tracks, you know, sprint cars, whatever, any kind of racing. It's always the same little like area of like the the kind of bleeds into the southeast and then the Midwest and that area. And I'm out in Texas and I'm like, nothing ever comes out to me. So here's the ones right. we got uh stafford knoxville eldora lucas oil raceway slinger and then it ends the fair these are all the same like tracks that like yeah. world of outlaws goes to like every yeah. other it, it just pisses me off because i'm like i'm nowhere near any of these it sounds I, like I you gotta love... get out of texas man yeah well 
Just going to ten, I've learned that Tennessee and Nashville is like in the middle of everything. Like, yeah, man, you're close enough to go up north and come, down south. Come east, yeah, come east. Well, like mm. I, being a Midwesterner, like four hour drives are nothing for us. Like it's just, oh yeah, it's a normal drive. So like they're like, dude, that, that track's like twelve hours away. I'm like, oh yeah, that's just an afternoon drive. Like we'll just we'll get there, no problem. I mean, trust me, I live in Texas. I understand long drives. <laughs> yeah, because when my girlfriend and I went to Daytona last August, and we left at like five in the morning from Wisconsin, and we just drove eighteen and a half hours through to Jacksonville. We was like, screw me, it, let's do it. Me and you, me and you have been at like all the same races. Just didn't know. It. Yeah. Yeah, I think <laughs> so. I'll say I was I was at both the, the five hundred <laughs> last Daytona race. Daytona is only a five hour ride for me. Lucky. Yeah. <laughs> I think well, it's I only like ten from Nashville. So, I guess yeah, moving bad. forward, uh, another thing that this Kansas race brought to our attention, which is something I think people have kind of always thought about, but it's really popping up now, is yellow flags. Should that count towards? Laps. This this is one I'm a, I'm passionate about. Every every Ooh, time you're passionate every, about it. Okay. Every, I used to do the fan. I used to be a believer in their bullshit fan council, and I would do it every week after race. And then finally, I was like, "This is stupid. They're clear. Like this is pointless. Why do I do this?" But every time in the la- it was like final comments. I was like, so I was like, caution laps should not count towards final or total laps. Or I'd be like, stage cautions for sure should not count towards total laps. I don't think. Or I know it kind of would mess with fuel strategy or this and that. But my thing is like. I'm paying to be at the race and watch racing, and then you're running five of the ten final laps under yellow. It's like I came here and paid the, paid to watch a race, and you're just running it under yellow. Um, I feel like when we have like, you know, made up stage cautions that we shouldn't. We go to Bristol, we have stage caution. It's ten to fifteen laps. All, that just took laps out of the green flag racing for the stage two or stage three. You know, it's like some of these races they do like you know quickie yellows back to racing, but then sometimes. They sit there and log, you know, six, ten laps under yellow for a stage caution. I'm like, dude, why why are we taking this much out of the next stage? And then, uh, you know, this today, the the caution came out with ten to go, and then all of a sudden, like, we have a green-white checkered. My whole, or it, was, it was like eight to go, whatever. It, and my thing is like, okay, look, I know it probably wasn't a wreck for a red flag. Stop the car, stop the race, get all that cleaned up, go back green next time by. We would have had a six-lap shootout instead of green-white checkered. Well, why why would you even need a red? Why not just not count the yellows? Well, that's my point exactly. But it's like these yellow flags get out of hand sometimes. And like Iceberg was saying, as I feel like maybe that was a Fox decision. Keep running them yellow. Let's make this a green-white checker now. Uh, you know, I don't know. Iceberg, what do you think? What are your thoughts on this? I can see it. I think that the problem is, is that, you know, like I said, it affects fuel strategy. So running laps that don't count would still affect the competition. Like you'd have to, you'd have to add in those laps that don't count. And I think that that might add in a bit of confusion for fans who are maybe new to it too. Um, and then my thing for stages at least is I don't, I personally don't think we should have cautions at all for them uh, to be completely real with you. I think just, just let them go Mark, green. Give them the point, like keep it green, give them the points, keep going, like the race yeah. goes on. Yeah. But I, I, I think this is something that's like, it's been, it's been so like just engineered into the sport for so long. I don't, I don't see a, a point in changing it right now. I think that if NASCAR's done this forever, like with different races, I mean, 2015 at Phoenix with Dale Jr. I'm a Dale Jr. fan. I will admit that NASCAR purposely left that race yellow for 30 extra laps so that Jr. <laughs> could get that rain win. Like, yeah, 
I'm not blind to that. Um, <laughs> so NASCAR, I think, would just use the use even if they didn't have yellow flag laps. If say somebody's running low on fuel, they just if they didn't want that person to win, they'd just keep them running under the laps that don't count. But it yeah. would ultimately still affect the competition. Yeah, I could so see I that. Think, I think uh, I, I pretty much you hear what Nathan said is what I think. We we need to have kind of a point in the race. I don't know if it's 10 laps or five laps or what it is where you say, okay, cautions no longer are going to count as a lap. Um, because I, I think it is kind of bullshit where if we're under caution, now we're going into overtime when like this should have never, you know, happened. Like I I'd like to see them actually race it out to get a yeah. win rather than just like, you know, one lap to go. Um, and whoever's in the lead is pretty much game over. So, yeah, I think if it's 10 laps, I don't, I don't know what it would be, but I, I do like the idea of at a certain point kind of cutting it off and saying no longer will it affect uh, laps. Well, with that, then you could also argue about getting rid of green-white checkers and going to the scheduled distance, too, if the yellow flag laps don't count. I mean, I'm a traditionalist, so I'd be fine with, with going back to basically how it was pre-2004. Um, you, know, you know how many Talladega races I went to where the yellow came out with seven to go and Jeff Gordon won under yellow? I don't <laughs> dude, know. I mean, dude, one. They were so <laughs> no, they were so hard, man. Like you'd watch a race and the caution come out with like six to go, and that was the race, and you'd be like, "Son of a bitch!" Like I'm a fan of the green white checkers. I'm a fan of the stage breaks. It gives us the you know, give your your commercial. Let's regroup, re-rack them. Gets, everybody wants these restarts. I think it gets a little much. Well, that's it. They, NASCAR loves the restarts. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They love If the we restarts. don't get the tire call, we don't have any of that shit at the end of this race today. But but I think mm-hmm. you still get the restarts if you just don't count the laps that are under yellow at the last, like, 10 laps, let's say. Like, yeah. you're still getting your good restart. Like it, you, NASCAR gets what they want. I think the fans would get what they want. I think the drivers would get what they want. Um it's yeah. just may- maybe it's something that can be discussed. I'm sure it won't be. I'm sure it'll never happen. But I've seen NASCAR do some crazy shit the last couple of years. So who knows? I, that's what I've learned. I've learned, like, if if it's even on the table, even if it's not on the table, like, they can yeah. do it. I mean, I, w- I wasn't expecting half of the shit they brought up in the last year and a half to <laughs> yeah, actually yeah. happen. The, the, the playoff revamp, for instance. I mean, I think we only have, what, one or two mile and a half or maybe three mile and a half tracks at most. In yeah. the playoffs, like I, yeah. I, I, we have what Texas, Kansas. And we have the worst it. one, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said Texas is a lost cause. Like, yeah, I think they should dig that thing up and turn it into a three-mile super speedway. Like Ooh. just turn well, it into we, the old Tiburon. We had yeah. that, yeah. The Texas, what was that? The Texas World, World speedway. Super Speedway. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, we had that, and then we decided to build some stupid track up in Fort Worth. That's nothing um, i'm actually stopping there on the way to coda in uh a few weeks i was like thinking i'm like should i stop by texas motor speedway just to like see what it's like and i'm like that feels like a giant waste of time like, it um, like have you ever been to like kansas or any other mile and a half because you've i seen went to chicagoland for 15 years straight so you've seen it yeah I've you'll literally it. go and you'll go wait am i in chicago what's going on <laughs> or kansas. am i in kentucky what's going on yeah, yeah. At least Kansas has like the casino and shit all around it. Kansas is freaking awesome. I like, love my, it. The setup there is perfect. Yeah, that's what Rattlesnake keeps saying. I, I want to go out there and see it. My dad in 2019, he's like, "Hey, I have this weekend off. We should go to this." And I like, got him, him and I tickets for his birthday. 
And we went out there and we got to be in the infield, luckily. And he was just like, this place is freaking awesome. You can go to a casino. It's yep. in, like right in the city. It's, you know, everything is modernized in there. Like, because yep. I went to, like I said, I went to Chicagoland. That place, I can tell you, I, I, I told the guys in the podcast back in 2018, I'm like, this, this track will be gone by the 2025 deal. Like this, this track is is so run down. Like our, our RV, because we'd say in, in the infield with it, our RV sunk into the freaking mud three years uh, ago. <laughs> like they, they're like, you could sit on the back stretch if you want. We're like, no, we, we paid to be in turn four. We're going to be in turn four. Like, right. It was, it, it, it I was. I will say, at bad. least Texas Motor Speedway, um, the facilities are good. They they are investing in it. They built like a new Torchy's tacos in the infield, um, where you can drink like margaritas and like they they're investing in it and they're building hotels and restaurants and everything around it. So they're definitely investing in it. Well, um, it's just the the track itself sucks. That's like, like I don't know Daytona, what else to do. Daytona set the new standard, dude. You know, with the revamp rebuild of Daytona, it is you know par none. It is amazing there. You got Phoenix with the rebuild. All these tracks are making new amenities. I mean, you were just at Atlanta with me, Rattlesnake, and Atlanta's at least like they made a new little bar area right there at the track. Yep, new little that was fun. We like, went to a little shit, bar area. Back, like yeah. a couple years ago, they were like, get eliminated and sit down and shut up. Like that, That's <laughs> kind of how it was. But I've seen a lot of these tracks making new little kind of stuff for the fans. And, uh, right. you know, we got the Atlanta Project, you know, rumor kind of deal. It's like I think a lot of tracks are paying attention to this and trying to keep up. Well, right. I have, a, I have a question for both of you guys because you've been to Atlanta and I haven't. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on the possibility of going back to the old layout that's like yes. Homestead? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm for it. 100%. I'm for it. Like, Same. I, I love Atlanta for, you know, I, I've been there going there since I was like five years old. It's, you know, it's my home track. But then it's like, even as a kid, I was like, well, Texas looks a lot like Atlanta. And Charlotte, they, man, all these three tracks, the dog leg, you know, the little short track. But I was like, and Texas yeah. was good at one point. Yo, Texas, by the way. I do Texas want to, it was. right. It was, getting, it was getting perfect. Redeem my flag back here a little up. bit. Um, <laughs> I I like Texas from the COT years on. Like I, yes. I thought it was. I thought the COT racing at Texas was better than the Gen Four racing for the most part. But yeah, I'm honestly all for the old layout for Atlanta, especially if like we can maybe put some like Homestead esque in the turns. Like let's get a new a whole new rebuild, whole new track. If we're gonna do it, do it. Yep, I, I agree. I think go all out. I think yeah, redo the track itself, but also. They're talking about doing up the out outside the track, kind of like Kansas. Like, just go yeah. all out. Just build yeah. a city around the racetrack is basically what they're doing. Like, uh, and I think that the the oval layout I think produces better racing for stock cars than the tri oval layout. Yeah, I, I I was I like I said I went to Homestead and even with 2019 not being the greatest race, it was still freaking awesome in person. Homestead's like, awesome. another track. Yeah, I love that's another track. The infield there is freaking awesome there too. Is it? I've yeah. never been to Homes. It's just too far south. I it's, can't believe you even win. I, I, who the fuck goes that I far literally south? Was like, I got flown out. So. Okay. Guys, <laughs> me and my boys were like, dude, we got to go to a championship race. Like, That's on the bucket list. I want to go to a championship race. Yep. Well, let's go that to Miami. Awesome. Next couple of years, we're going to Miami. And then they're like, who and that was the year it was like, <laughs> Yeah, it was like, oh, well, forget it. Yeah. I mean, it's, man, it's now it's Phoenix on the person. It was like, it was like, cause I, I have video of both Tyler Reddick and, and Kyle Bush's championship burnouts. I've and seen like, that. Y'all are like up on the pit wall. Weren't y'all going to run out? Well, well so the, the teams run out first and then it's yeah. like, it's this waiting game. It's kind of like a, with the reopening. It's this waiting game. Where like a free like, for all. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> you're going to go. 
no, you're going to go. And then, like, that, that one brave photographer goes out, and the officer's like, no, no, no. And then just everyone storms Bum across rush. the wall. <laughs> like, that's literally what it was. Like, oh, I, dude, like, that, that would have so been me. I'd be like, dude, fuck everybody. I, <laughs> I cut my leg open because there's there's they a bar. Are. There's a bar, like, about two feet off the ground. Yeah. Um, that they don't tell you about there. And so I <laughs> jump up over the wall for the no. Reddit one. And I, I jump up chin first right under my knee and just oh. tear it to hell. And I, and, my, and and like Darren's like, dude, dude, you're bleeding. I'm like, get out of the way. Let me film it. I'm like, I don't care. Like, dude, <laughs> nice. I, I've heard that Phoenix is really good in the infield. Eric was there before the shutdowns in 2020 mm-hmm. and he said it was awesome. Uh, he was saying it was, it was, it was pretty awesome. He said the same thing about Talladega, like it pretty good overall, but I just don't know how it can compare to, to Homestead, man. Homestead. Well, Talladega is the best. Cool. Talladega is well, the yeah. best. Yeah. Talladega is just, I mean, that's just blood NASCAR. Right. right. That's on yeah. a whole nother level. I, I, um, I, I want to go down Talladega Boulevard and just like shoot a mini documentary. I'll hey, go on the uh, live stream down Talladega Boulevard and probably get Well, if you need YouTube. some escorts, boy, we got you. We, yeah. we, we'll be teaching we security. Back up. Back up. <laughs> um, well, speaking of uh, Kyle Busch, he, uh, I guess to wrap things up, he finally got a win. Yeah. Um, is Kyle Sweet. Busch back or is this kind of just, uh, you know, he got his win and then maybe he'll go back to couple like way. top 10 he finishes got it a lot earlier this year than he did last year i'm kind of honestly nervous like hey kyle just you know swept weekend like he used to a lot of weekends and i'm like you know 18's kind of been up and down here he's had a good runs and i got to win early in the year he's in the playoffs like do we need to look out for the 18 here is he gonna start racking off some wins i don't know i i think that they're building up to it uh th- yeah. they've shown a lot more speed this year and just bad luck has taken them out like yeah. there's a few times where I think it was dirt Bristol where like just dirt got clogged into the grill when he was running he away within the first the stage. Yeah. 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 Um, so I, I think stuff starts going right for him again. I think he's right back in the championship conversation. I do want to say really quick, I picked him to sweep the weekend on the podcast and yeah. I got it nice. right. So I saw I have, that. I have to nice. Say it. I saw nice. that. Yeah. Nice, nice pick. Um, we just had Dalton good on. And of course he's a hardcore Cobblish fan, but he did also, pick him which you know take that for what you want because he was gonna pick him regardless uh he made some good points though he was like he honestly was like kyle bush has gotten a lot better it's his birthday he won on his birthday like last year yeah yada, yada, yada. Dalton for that one yeah know, he I, did I, he did I call picked, it i picked larson on that episode and i got totally screwed on that restart <laughs> i think i picked larson as well so did, um, uh, eric and darian yeah they, well that's a good pick i mean you know he can run the highlight yeah i i, I mean he had a shot there. Hey, yeah. how about how about Kyle Busch, Truex Jr., and Bell all won for Hamlin this year? Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. 
With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. <laughs> Just thought of that one. I, I, I immediately, because I know Eric got a, a bit of a clip in Hamlin's promo video. About, yeah, I've seen like, that, dude. That was, that was a it, sick promo. Well, he put it, he goes, uh, something like, what did he say? I think it was like write it into existence or something. Yeah, that was yeah. crazy. That I, I, I didn't even know it was from Denny. I just saw Eric like talking, and I thought it was, it an was Eric like Denny Hamlin racing. Yeah, I, I I quote tweeted it. Let me find it. Yeah, I said speak it into existence. It's all the stuff about him. He's gonna win. And I just said, and now, and I keep, as soon as he drove himself into the wall, uh, I put <laughs> yeah, and now drive it out of existence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, D Denny's a smart ass on Twitter. I think I can be one back, dude. He's um, been really funny lately. Like he's been yeah, he is really funny. Um, I think I think Nathan's got a point here. I don't know if he's ooh hot um, take. Yeah, well, but I don't know if. Kyle Busch is back yet, but I think the broadcast said it best. Like, uh, this is the most mature Kyle Busch I think we've ever seen. He yeah. seems super mature. He seems a lot more level-headed. Um, he did the crying thing this time, but did I mean? Did, did he was getting booed while he was talking about like? I think there was like losing one a guy child with his wife like really and stuff. Loud. And I was like, you know what? Fuck that guy. Boo. Yeah, yeah. do the cry face to that yeah. guy. It was Actually, like Kyle, Kyle won, and I was like, "Cool, man, Kyle got to win." He won. <laughs> I said this in our last episode. I was like, "I think we're gonna stop, like, start not hating Kyle as much. He seems to be maturing. Um, he's not dominating like he was. He doesn't necessarily have the shitty attitude like he used to." Uh, during the post race interview, he seemed pretty grateful. It he was talking humble. about how the teams, right? The teams really trying to put it together. Um, and then he was talking about, yeah, like losing a child with his wife. And it was really emotional. And I was like, wow, like I'm actually yeah. feeling for Kyle Bush here. And then the guy the whole time was just like, boo, boo. <laughs> and I was like, dude, uh, fuck that guy. Yeah. That's the worst. Kyle Bush's like redemption with the NASCAR fan base, or I guess like his, you know, turnaround in perception reminds me so much of Jeff Gordon in the early or the mid uh, yeah, to late 2000s. It, yeah. like, it, it, it's that cycle, man. Like, I mean, I, I remember like, it, it's, it's not even NASCAR, other sports too. Tom Brady was like the most hated person on the planet. And then he started not doing so hot with new England and he became yeah. like super popular with Tampa Bay. Um, same thing with Peyton Manning, but it's like, I, I, I see that like Kyle Bush, I think is going to start getting more and more liked over time. And it's Joey Logano is just the man who's just going to be hated. I mean, right. everyone hates Logano. There's there's people who are just oh, like, <laughs> yeah, good point. Good That's point. a good one. <laughs> but you you get you get leniency if you're a professional race car driver. It feels like like there's there's shit that that Tony Stewart was doing in the early to mid 2010s where it's like, <laughs> man, I'd, I'd be called a Brad if I threw a helmet at Matt. Oh Kenza. yeah, Tony like, Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, he set the standard. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think part of the maturing thing comes from like his also his personal life, you know, his marriage, being a father, everything he was going through. I think that actually had a lot to do with it. I don't know if it's necessarily the age, um, 
he was always kind of a crybaby. I think it was just <laughs> the fact that like what he goes through on a personal level, I think that's helping him mature a little bit now. But we need those personalities, even with like these up and coming Xfinity drivers. Well, that's why I was kind of happy to see him do the cry face, which yeah. I didn't think there's he was going to do. There's and old from, Kyle. <laughs> for once, I actually was like, you know what? I'm happy he did it. It was like yeah. the only time I've ever seen him do it and been like, good for him. Yeah. I'll tell you, where, where I started to, to change my perspective on Kyle Busch um, was the slide job race. I, I was yeah. at that race, and I actually was cheering oh, when he bastard. started doing the cry. Dude, yeah. when Larson went into the, into the grass and the dirt went over him, that was yeah. directly in front of me. It was freaking nice. Dude, I, I, it sucks. I was going to record it, but I got so freaking into the race. I'm just like, I'm like yeah. screw it. Oh, screw yeah. It. This is awesome. I do that every time. Me and Dakota joke yeah. about how we are. We always go into a race talking about all the content we're going to do. And then like <laughs> halfway through the race, we're like, shit, we haven't done anything. Yeah, well, we haven't done we've just been drinking and yelling. We've just been drinking and, and watching the race and loving it. It's funny, people uh, always, you know, they'll rip on me a lot because I put a lot of the clips of my own races that I've been to like in my videos. And people are like, Jesus, like, I've seen this one and this one a few times already. And it's like, well, I don't want to get copyright claimed. And yeah, people keep telling me to thing. make my own shit. So I'm making my own shit. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Who do you think the next driver to get a W? Denny Hamlin, Kevin yeah. Harvick, Chase Elliott. Ooh. Those are the guys that like – what's going on like one of them they all of them should be having multiple wins by now one of them has to get a win here soon i personally think it's probably going to be chase elliott what do y'all think well coda is coming up i say denny i say denny man denny's been plugging away these top fives and just about one today before he hit the wall I would um, like to see Denny never win again. I think it's kind of funny <laughs> that he's cursed. It's like he's so good, and for him not to win almost seems like a joke of a curse. See, this one's tough to me because Chase's team just is off this year. It's mm -hmm. like just that he's been super quiet. They've been super quiet. His crew has been awful. But what he finished? What he finished like fifth today? I mean. Uh, he was he was up there, but he was never somebody who I was like, man, Chase Elliott. Finished fifth, yeah. It's true. Yeah. I never, I never considered him a contender. That's like, that's I, true. I, I could list up. I mean, Larson, Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, freaking Ross Chastain had more potential to win today. I think Brad Kay, um, Tyler Reddick had more potential. Reddick, <laughs> Laney, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're listing up seven, eight drivers. <laughs> yeah, who, who that's a good point. Better. So I can't see. Uh, he, maybe he'll win Coda, but if he doesn't win Coda, like I don't see y'all. He's not really been as good at Sonoma as he has at Coda. Well, that's so the thing. That. is like he wasn't really making a lot of noise in the playoffs last year. And then, boom, 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 the last final five races, you know, Tony Stewart fashion, he takes the championship. I, I, Denny has the most raw speed right now. Yes. Three, but Kevin Harvick has a better trajectory. Like, the, the rest of SHR sucks right now. But Harvick has been getting more and more speed. Like, like Nathan said there, he's been creeping closer and closer to the front. Oh, like, dude, trust me. I was watching yeah, the restarts today. I mean, today. But we talk about shitty teams, <laughs> and, like, SHR is just terrible this year. Oh, they're, so I don't, they're screwed when Harvard. At least gone. Hendrick overall is, like, doing well. So The only I, thing I, I'm really I, hoping for with SHR is, like, you know, let's give it to Briscoe as a champ or, champ, you know, Xfinity driver coming up into his rookie season with no practice. He's getting used to these new cars. Now he's going to have to get used to a new car next year, right. too, with probably no practice. Is like give Briscoe oh, they're, they're some going years. Back next year. I hope so. 
Like you might know more than I do. Briscoe, Bob, Bob I just Tucker hope, said that they were they were for ooh, next year. I hope because I miss practice so much. But let Same. Briscoe get a couple years under his belt, and I could I could almost see him pulling like a William Byron. Like takes a couple years once he gets things. I could going. see him being a William Byron. I think, yeah, I think Briscoe's gonna he's gonna be great one day. William Byron's been crushing it. Dude, oh yeah, w- Willie B, man. I like I'm liking some Willie B. Yeah, he he. I think he got his ninth straight top ten today. Yep. Like yeah, I mean, he's sick. just young, man. He's just needed those years to really like get more of the experience under his belt. That's what I've always said about him. Like, we need to give him some years. Like, he is very young. Um, I think he's gonna keep coming into it better and better. Yeah, I can totally see him winning championship. Like, not, I, not not this year, but like, yeah, soon. I agree. I see him as a future championship driver. Yep. If if I if I can give a final verdict though, I'd say Harvick barely edging out Hamlin, just because. Ham, uh, it's there's something about Denny Hamlin. He just can't, he can't close it out. <laughs> it's a curse. Yeah, it's just, it is. It's a it curse. really is. I yeah. mean, don't get me wrong. I've I've met and talked to Hamlin a few times. He's a, a really nice person. Yeah, he's a cool like, dude. I like him. Right. Like, I, it's just for some reason it just he gets in his in, in his own head. I mean, I think he was the one who had to hire like a sports psychologist to get him out of his funk after 2010. Like mm. the. If if he needs that much outside sourcing to get him back into to contention mode, I just I don't see him. You know the, the mistake he made today with uh, Larson breathing down his neck. I think it was. Yeah. A, a, a Kyle Busch or a Kevin Harvick or a Chase Elliott doesn't make that mistake. All right, here's a good one. Um, what's going to happen first, a Chase Elliott win or a Bubba Wallace top ten? Ooh. <laughs> Oh, this is gonna be in trouble with a few people on Twitter. Chase Elliott win easy. Yeah, dude, Bubba. The team Bubba's is not right. I think that was a Bubba's fair question. I'm not trying to like piss people off. I'm. No, being no, I know. I know. He I hasn't got it. a top ten finish, and he has it's, the speed. I've seen him running up top. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, I think he's gotten. Didn't he finish like eleventh or twelfth at one? I'm pretty sure. He, I think maybe he got one. He might not have, but I know today was the first time <sighs> he finished ahead of both JTG cars. He's had a couple runs where he like ran good, had bad luck. Oh yeah, there's been multiple races, mm-hmm. at least in like stage one or two, where but I'm like, been oh a lot shit, he's up front. Where, there's been a lot of times where it was his own damn fault. Mm-hmm. I don't trust his team either. Um, yeah. I'm like, like I am not a Bubba Wallace hater. Like I just I'm viewing just him as the driver right now, and I he's a good enough driver too. But for some reason that team can't put it together, and when the team can, he has something go wrong. Yeah. Um, I mean his crew yeah. chief made some pretty bad decisions i feel like they got given Mm -hmm. like they're the they're the guys they got all the groceries and shit in their hands like like joe gibbs is like here i'm giving you all the stuff and they're like oh fuck like just fumbling everything over their own ass almost every week they didn't get a car until like three two three or four weeks before the 500 and that thing was a fucking rocket they were, but well, yeah, their equipment for speedways. You yeah. have to admit, though, this season they have had really good equipment. Uh, yeah, I've seen it running up to you know, I've seen them running well in it. That's the thing. Maybe it is the crew chief. They so, got Bubba, Bubba Gunna Bubba. They got, yeah. they, got, they got stuck in their own hype train. Like Jordan coming yeah. in and expecting two to three yeah. wins that's, off the bat. That's what I said from the get go. I said this is not the position as a young driver you want to be in. I know it seems perfect. But if you fail here, like it's a big failure, uh, yeah. and it's easy to fail here because now you're the head of this new hyped-up team that's gonna take a while to actually get good. But if you don't produce immediately, it's on you. Yeah. Um, 
Whereas if you're like Willie B with Hendrick, you know, people are willing to give you a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. I just think we got to yeah. be patient with it. Like the, the new team, everything they're doing, I mean, they're doing okay, but like, you know, say we get a couple seasons here with 23-11 racing and they could be some heavy hitters. That's the thing. I hope to see the team around for a long time. Like, I, I, yeah. it's great that we have this team here. So I hope they get it together um, because it's great seeing these new teams in NASCAR. I think everybody wants like, to see yeah, new I'm teams succeed. I'll, I'll give them until about the Olympic break, about half around halfway point to, to establish themselves. But it's like if they don't – if there's not noticeable improvement by the end of the year, then there needs to be some serious questions. Well, and Denny – Denny kind of mentioned that in that interview. Yeah, he had that hot interview this last week. Where he said kind of the same thing. He said, like, you know, you got to look at it. Like, look at where we should be finishing and why we're not finishing there every single race. Uh, one of the best comments, though, was showing Denny, like, leading every single race and never winning. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, like, I totally see us going. Kind of got they, a point there, too. The, the August Daytona, and we're talking about Bubba has to finish ahead of so-and-so and so-and-so. To make it in the top sixteen, or Bubba has to win to make it because he's twentieth in points. Well, I, uh, I totally his best see that shot is going to be Daytona or Talladega. I mean, it's yep. a super yeah. speedway. That'll be his best chance. Him and twenty other drivers. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess that's he's twentieth in points. That is interesting too. How high up he is in points? It must be he's had a few stage wins, right? So I think that's probably it. Because I think he's above. No, he got his first one at Dega. He's, yeah, he got he got his first one at Dega, but why is uh, why is he so high in the in the playoff points then? I think he had some good stage runs here and there. Why is he ahead of like Tyler Reddick, who's had like four top tens? Because Tyler Reddick five top ten, like, four top tens and no, one top five. He's he's not he's uh he's barely ahead of Suarez right now. He's oh then he 20, just surpassed Reddick because Reddick yeah, was no. oh, Reddick Reddick's above him above Bubba. Well, Reddick um, just surpassed him then this week yeah. because last week he was below him. And I thought that was interesting because you just look at top 10s, top 5s, wins. Reddick has four top 10s, one top 5, and then Bubba was just zeros across the board. And I was like, I, stages, I don't know. Stages. Yeah, stages. It, it had to have been stages. Yeah. What yeah. Actually, you have the updated – who's in it right now? Do you want to go through at least the top 16 before, to wrap this up? Well, yeah. You want me to go through the points people or all the winners too? Uh, let's just do like top 16 for points. So who's in? All right. Uh, Truex, Byron, Legano, Blaney, Kozlowski, Larson, Kyle Busch, Bell, McDowell, and Bowman all got wins. Okay. Hamlin is 11th, then Elliot, Harvick, Austin Dillon, Chris Buescher, Matt Benedetto. Dude, Chris Buescher has been, I mean, he got like P11 today. He's been super solid. Or no, no, he's P8. P8, but he was like, mm-hmm. uh, he just, he can drive the shit out of that 17 car for all it's worth. He's like Austin Dillon 3. Like, he's driving a P20 car up to P10. I mean, I look, I mean, who's behind him? It's like Kurt Busch, for instance. Dude, Kurt Busch isn't even in. Kurt's having a freaking, like, that. You don't even show him on the race. Like, I don't even, I forget I he's there. I, I feel know. bad because I like Kurt and the one and Monster and everything, but I'm, right. like, I'm like, dude, he is not performing. After the crash at Atlanta, that team just has not gotten back on track. Yeah, 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 good point. Uh, Stenhouse is up there. Stenhouse is doing surprisingly good this year. Yeah, I did. He's he's making some moves. One thing's one thing's kind of been like a little fizzle for me is like I'm I'm a little bit on the Ross Chastain hype train, but like he was up there today, had his best looking moments, but it was because of strategy 
and then he got mired back to P14. But, like, I feel like, you know, Ross being super aggressive is kind of – he's driving a P25 car and fucking it all up. Um, See, I, I wouldn't be surprised if McMahon down the line. I mean, that team has been running just consistently. I mean, they, yeah. Team, like, yeah. that, that, that's not bad for, for them no. at a track like Kansas. So I wouldn't be surprised if they sneak out of the first round and then you got Talladega. I mean, I don't think it's unrealistic. Dude, no, final eight. no, I that, like how how sick would that be for that thirty four team and like their sponsors and stuff? Like, yeah, that's badass. It'd be exciting for yeah. them. Yeah, that's one thing. I guarantee they'd like, be fully. Pe- people were like, "That's a waste of a playoff spot." I'm like, "Dude, like I hate these, that shit." Give, give these guys a chance. They're all hate, they're all out here racing, doing the same. That's thing. the worst argument. It's the yeah. waste of a playoff spot. I'm like, yeah. fuck like, you. Like, if you get the I win, get you're that. in. I get that in like 2016 when Chris Busher won the 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 fog. The Pocono, the Pocono rain that. out. Yeah. The the man barely squeaked into the top 30. I I get that one, but it's like McDowell is outrunning Alex Bowman right now. Yeah, he's not the play, player. dude. He's he's outrunning guys. You know, he's he's. I know he's outrunning Busher and Benedetto. He's right around the same range that yeah. like Austin Dillon and Kyle Busch yeah. was in. That's one thing right. I told Rattlesnake. Yep. I said, dude, what if McDowell had won Dega? Like, you know, like two the first the second driver to have two wins. Like, how sick that would have been. Like <laughs> that would have been awesome. McDowell to flex on everybody with two wins. Yeah, that would have been great. You couldn't say he was wasting a spot then, and he's got, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, dude, he's here to play, and they're they're having their best season, like no doubt. I I do think that guys like Hamlin, Elliott, and Harvick are going to break through. I'm yes. just wondering, like, are right. there going to be are, are there going to be three people? That that win below Duking them, it out. yeah. I mean, because the, the the even if Hamlin doesn't win, you know, the the play the uh, regular season champ makes it in no matter what. Yeah. So, fifteen but, winners could really start doing this. The know? only thing is, you know, they're like, there's no way we're gonna get sixteen winners. There's no way. Then like we keep plugging off these little like gotta win, gotta win, gotta win, and I'm like, you know, it's not that far away now, and. Six. I'm almost like rooting for it. Like I'm like every week. Oh, I want to I'm see totally a rooting winner. for it. I'm like, that let's would... see a different winner every week. I don't care who wins. Like, let's yeah. see a different winner. I want to see this was what, the 11th. Was this the 11th race of the year? I believe 11th race, 10 winners, 11th race. So there's what? 15 races left. 15 so races I mean, left. It's totally. We, doable. Need, we need a new winner every two to three weeks. Man, That's just, very doable. Yeah. Yeah. With how uh, this season's been going, if it's any other season, I would say no. But with how this season's been going, well, I think that's doable. Well, there I mean, is there's a handful of drivers right off the top of my head yeah. that normally don't get wins that I would be like, I could see them actually I mean, winning. Any of any of these races could turn into a fuel mileage race or something, and all of a sudden we have, you know, Tyler Reddick staying out or Ty- Ross Chastain takes two tires or something. Like we could get some random winners, and then we have our big dogs. Elliot Hamlin, Harvick haven't won. Right, so, I mean, those are the ones that we're waiting on to get the win. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Chris Busher sneaks one in. Honestly, I, I wouldn't. I think he has more of a chance of winning a race in the next ten or so weeks than somebody like Kurt Busch or Matt Benedetto yeah. has. Yeah, Kurt Busch always seems. Speed. Kurt Busch always seems to have one flare up. Like he'll in sneak it in. Uh, green white checker stays in. out with two tires or something yep. and gets. He'll sneak it in. He always does. Nashville. Watch watch you win Nashville. <laughs> He's been the one testing out there the most. Yeah, yeah. Like every week he's out at Nashville testing, like or every other week. So like I wouldn't be surprised if Kurt Busch just comes in there and it's just like, 
oh yeah, he's just gonna sneak by on the outside, uh, you know, three wide over. I don't know, like De- he'll, he'll beat Denny Hamlin. Hamlin There's one, yeah, the, of course. The, it'll ha- one, it'll have to be. It'll Denny be one race where they brought a hot rod and like everything lines up. Right. Yep. But I'm I'm excited for it. I, I really think it's possible. I don't think it's probable, but I think it's possible. Yes. Yes. All right, Iceberg. Thanks for coming on, man. We had yeah, a man, lot we of really fun. Really appreciate it, bro. It was good talking to you. Yeah, we're fun. definitely gonna have to meet up at uh some races um i'd love to meet up in austin if you're available if not we'll meet up in nashville or a million of the other races we're all going to hell so yeah we'll figure something out i should know about the week before both of those like what exactly <laughs> i'm doing <laughs> i might just sort of play i play everything by ear because that's basically oh, how it's all going same i don't plan anything out so but if, if 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 tonight's proven anything is that i'll talk your ear off <laughs> uh, that's okay with well, me Hey, yeah, for it, boy. Yeah, we love that. <laughs> Sweet. Then I'm down. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on, and uh, we'll see you around. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Peace. Peace out. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.